It's the fifth Sunday of Lent here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is March 29th, 2020. Today's homily is given by Father Charlie Amershek. Through the prophet Ezekiel, the Lord promises to bring his people, who were bone dead in the desert of the Babylonian exile, back to life and back to their homeland. The dead dry bones in the desert will come to life again and dance the victor's dance of life conquering death. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, I'm going to open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people, and I will bring you back to the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people. I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live, and I will place you on your own soil. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. There was a man named Lazarus who was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. The sisters sent word to Jesus to inform him, Lord, the one you love is sick. This sickness will not end in death. Rather, it is for God's glory that through it the Son of God may be glorified. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus very much. Yet after hearing that Lazarus was sick, Jesus stayed on where he was for two days more. Finally, he said to his disciples, Let us go back to Judea. When Jesus arrived in Bethany, he found Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. The village was not far from Jerusalem, just under two miles. And many Jewish people had come out to console Martha and Mary over their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him while Mary sat at home. Lazarus' sister Martha said, Lord, If you had been here, my brother would never have died. Even now I am sure that God will give you whatever you ask. Your brother will rise again. I know he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though they die, will come to life. And whoever is alive and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, he who is to come into the world. When she had said this, Martha went back and called her sister Mary. The teacher is here, asking for you. As soon as Mary heard this, she got up and started out in his direction. 
Actually, Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still at the spot where Martha had met him. The Jews who were in the house with Mary saw her get up quickly and go out, so they followed her, thinking she was going to the tomb to weep. When Mary came to the place where Jesus was, she fell at his feet. Mary said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would never have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews had accompanied her also weeping, he was troubled in spirit, moved by the deepest emotions. Where have you lain him? Lord, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. See how much he loved Lazarus. Other mourners said he opened the eyes of the blind man. Why could he not have done something to stop this man from dying? Troubled in spirit, Jesus approached the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across it. Take away the stone. Martha said, Lord, it has been four days now. Surely there will be a stench. Did I not assure you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God displayed? They took away the stone, and Jesus looked upward. Abba, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I know that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd that they may believe that you sent me. Lazarus, come out! The dead man came out, bound hand and foot with linen strips, and his face wrapped in a cloth. Untie him. Let him go free. Many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary and saw what Jesus did put their faith in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Lord Jesus Jesus Christ. So many of us are, are taken with worrying about this coronavirus, this pandemic. I think it's important that we try to maintain a sense of humor about it. I found a story about a guy that went to his doctor and he said doctor uh, I'm having a a real bad problem with my memory loss and the doctor said how long have you had this problem and the guy said what problem okay so then the the other one um, the physician's assistant said to the doctor Doctor, the, the invisible man is, is, is in your waiting room right now. And the doctor said, tell him I can't see him right now. Okay, and my own doctor, and this is true story, my doctor called me today and, and I, I told him about the memory loss story. And he said, Father, remember that during this time of coronavirus and the pandemic, this time of of social separation, uh, any jokes you tell have to be inside jokes. That was from my doctor, so it's a tough time. The story of the raising of Lazarus is such a powerful, powerful story. Uh, I see three parts in it that really touch 
our lives now. Uh, the first one, Martha and Mary both say to Jesus, if you had been here, my, my brother would never have died. That's very similar to our reaction. Lord, if you really loved her, why did she get cancer? Lord, if you're really a good God, why, why, why was that little kid hurt? Lord, if you really love us, why this virus, this pandemic? We ask the same questions. The other powerful part of the story, so many people talk about the very simple line, and Jesus wept. Scripture scholars tell us that weeping that Jesus that that they talk about in John's gospel is not merely crying. What Jesus expressed was anger and frustration that his dear friend died like he did. It's a loud Middle Eastern cry. We do a Stations of the Cross here that it's Mary's way of the cross, and it always ends with, and Mary wept silently. She was from the Middle East. I don't think Middle Eastern people weep silently. Her weeping would have been a cry, a scream. The most important part, I think, of this testimony, it's, it's another ego Amy statement. If you remember a few weeks back, when Jesus met the woman at the well, he said that, I am the water of life. Last week, when he, he met the blind man, I am the light of the world. world. Ego Amy, I am. And finally, in this text today, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though they die, will come to life. Whoever is alive and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? I am. Ego Amy, I am the resurrection and the life. As I studied through this gospel text, one of the resources I use is written by uh, Joni Mitchell. Now, Joni Mitchell isn't the folk singer who sang, help me, I think I'm falling in love with you. Uh, she's a, a sister of St. Joseph and a scripture scholar. One of the questions that Joni Mitchell had us reflect on as we worked through her reflection was, what funerals do you remember especially? For what reasons? Think about that. What funerals do you remember? Why? Made me think. Uh, I remember the funeral of one of my friends in the seminary and I remember being in the bus on the way to Indianapolis where he was buried. And I remember leading the singing of the hymn at the cemetery, keep in mind that Jesus Christ has died for us and is risen from the dead. He is our saving Lord. He is joy for all ages. I remember 
Dave's funeral. I remember when my mentor, my pastor, Father Steve Slavic, died. His family asked me, who just seven years ordained, asked me to preach the homily at his funeral. And the church was jammed. It was filled with the the bishop and some priests, a lot of priests, and and some government officials, because Father Steve was pretty well known. And the church was filled with people from the parish whose hearts were broken. And I knew that I had to use my broken heart and the faith in the resurrection that Father Steve taught to speak to that community. I remember when my dad died. My dad died on my parents' 26th wedding anniversary. And when he died, my mother insisted that on their tombstone would be inscribed the saying, people so seldom say I love you. And when they do, either love goes or it's forgotten. When I tell you that I love you, it's not that I don't know that you'll go, but only that I wish you didn't have to. I remember when my grandnephew Sam was killed. And I remember standing next to his dad, my nephew Bob, and saying that he was saying that people were trying to tell him that this was God's plan. And I remember Bob saying, if this is God's plan, he needs better advisors. Sam was a junior in high school, and I agreed with Bob. If that's God's plan, he needs better advisors. If you had been here, Lord, my grandnephew would never have died. I remember when Father Dan O'Neill died, my good friend. Such a difficult disease he went through. But I knew that he was touring baseball stadiums all through heaven and keeping an eye on the Penguins. I remember my friend Sister Jonna dying. She was the girl I took to the senior prom. But she died of cancer. And I remember her funeral at the mother house in Pittsburgh. And all the sisters were sprinkling her casket with holy water. And I swear I heard Jonna say, Charlie, they're drowning me. I remember when my friend Sam died. He was a strong, stubborn man who loved me like a son. I asked him once, Sam, what do you want me to pray for? He said, thy will be done. And I remember when our friend Dee Treister was dying of cancer. I remember that I asked her to write a prayer for our cancer support group And the words she wrote were so beautiful. I hear the words, I love you, she prayed to God. And I know that your love will see me through. Those are the funerals I remember.
What funerals do you remember and why do they stay with you? Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even though they die, they will come to life again. And whoever is alive and believes in me will never die. This coronavirus pandemic, we hear the statistics about people dying, what, how terrible this is, and yet as believers we can't hear those statistics without remembering the Lazarus story. We have to see death in light of the resurrection of Lazarus. There is a story that John Shea, who's a scripture scholar, has written about this Lazarus story. You can imagine that after Lazarus came back to life, Mary and Martha threw a party, and it was a big party, and people were so happy. And as people were leaving, Jesus and Lazarus were sitting together. Lazarus had his head on Jesus' chest. And Jesus asked Lazarus, what was it like? What was it like to sleep the sleep of death? And Lazarus said, well, the tomb was cold and damp. It was really quiet until I heard the sound of your weeping. The sound of your weeping awakened me from the sleep of death. Love is stronger than death. Faith is stronger than death. Life is stronger than death. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even though they die, will come to life again. And whoever is alive and believes in me will never die. We turn now to God with our needs. We turn to God with the needs of the church. We turn to God trusting God with the needs of the world, especially in this pandemic crisis. Our response to our prayer this weekend is, Lord, hear our prayer. For Pope Francis, Bishop Mark, and all the clergy, that they be blessed and strengthened in the zealous ways they are ministering to the flocks entrusted to their care. We pray to you, Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. For the leaders in health care and governance, that God may guide them to make the right decisions for the well-being of all people. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. For our physicians, nurses, research scientists, and all healthcare workers, and for all who support them in their mission, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. For families during these stressful days, that God will seal all homes with his protection and generous love, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. For the sick, especially those who are placed in quarantine and isolation, that God's healing touch may bring them comfort and peace, we pray to the Lord. 
Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. For the sick of our parish community and families, especially those on our parish prayer lists, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. And for those who have died, that they may know the forgiveness of their sins and the gift of everlasting life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. For all the intentions which we have written in our parish book of prayers, and those we hold in the silence of our heart, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear, hear our, our prayers. prayers. Oh, now in peace, faithful friends of God, as you take our love into paradise, God's holy angels will lead you the white waiting arms of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.